With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, happy Sweet 16 Day. Oh boy, am I fired up for the games tonight. We'll get to the card in just a moment. But first, let's recap the losing card for Wednesday. In the NIT, I go one and one. I backed a couple pick'em teams at home. Vanderbilt in a pick'em against UAB. I looked at the recent form numbers, fell in love with the Commodores, but I looked past the fact that the Blazers were the better team. They were better balanced in offense and defense. They get the job done, and I lose the ticket. Then I back Utah Valley at home in a pick'em over Cincinnati. It was the little school hosting the big school, and the Wolverines get the job done for me. They win by six, and I get to cash the ticket. So the little school over the big school angle goes three and one for me in the NIT. I'll take that every time. Then in the CBI, this one's on me. Charlotte is up 20 points with 11 minutes to go. Normally, in that situation, I would stay at work, watch the game to the end because I'm superstitious. But this time around, I'm like, hey, I think I'm home free. I'm going to make the commute home. I get home, check the score. I win the game by three and fail to cover. Oh, boy, that one turned on a dime on me, and I'm not happy about it. Then on Twitter, you back Vanderbilt. Thank you for the votes. Unfortunately, we didn't get a winner. So you add it all together. I lose $40 on the day, and now we move on to the next. And the Sweet 16 card is really interesting. Some days, I hit him and Han flip-flop on games. I go deep into the numbers to try to figure out my angle, continue a lot of research. But once the games were completed on Sunday, I immediately knew who I wanted to play. Then I looked at the numbers, and I said, hey, All these numbers work for me. I'm sticking with this entire card. So that could be a good sign or a bad sign. Remember, I was terrible last Thursday. I'm terrible quite frequently. But this is probably one of my favorite cards that I've had in a long, long time. So here we go. Let's lead off with the East Region at Madison Square Garden in New York City. It's Kansas State plus the one and a half over Michigan State. So I backed both of these teams in the round of 64 and won. I bet against both of them in the round of 32 and lost. Tom Izzo is making his 15th appearance in the Sweet 16. The top eight players on this team were all on the team last year. Michigan State has a ton of experience and leadership. On the flip side, Jerome Tang is in his first year as the head coach at Kansas State. He has just two players on the roster that were with the team last year. Kansas State is putting heat on any program attempting to rebuild. They piece together a near-perfect puzzle in year number one. Izzo has made eight Final Fours for a reason, but if both teams play their best version possible, I'll take Kansas State all day long. The Wildcats swept Baylor. They won at Texas. They beat Kansas. They beat TCU. They beat Iowa State. I'm on the Wildcats, plus the one and a half over Sparty and Michigan State. Next up, we go to the West Region in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's UConn, minus the four over Arkansas. So I'm still a little stunned that Arkansas rallied to beat Kansas after trailing by eight. 
Eric Musselman, he can flat out coach, but I really don't need to see him without a shirt on again. On the flip side, UConn is getting a ton of love after beating Iona and St. Mary's in impressive fashion. I singled UConn in this region to make the Final Four, so I obviously like them a lot. They're a Big East school, a little biased there at times. The St. Mary's game, though, was much different until Dukas left with an injury, so I'm not marking that as quite the impressive performance most are. The Huskies are balanced, though, number three in offensive efficiency, number 14 in defensive efficiency. UConn went 11-6 and against top 50 teams. They also had a bad stretch, so for the most part, they were really impressive most of the year. Arkansas was a little shaky. They were 6-9 and against top 50 teams. I'm using the same logic as the first game, though. If both teams play their best game of the season, I'm taking UConn all day long. Let's not forget they beat number one Alabama by 15 this year. I'm on the Huskies, minus the four over the Razorbacks. Next up, we go back to the Garden. It is Sweet 16 game number two. I'm on Florida Atlantic, plus the five and a half over Tennessee. So if the Duke game taught us anything, Tennessee can play basketball, and Florida Atlantic might need a couple extra trainers to help patch him up. Dusty May had a great line this week saying that his owls would study Australian rugby to help prepare for Tennessee's physical play. Tennessee has held opponents to under 58 points per game this season. They are the number one ranked team in defensive efficiency, but Florida Atlantic has experience facing top 25 defenses this year. They beat North Texas 50 to 46 in a mud fight. Then they beat North Texas 66 to 62. Conference USA was likely underappreciated yet again with both both North Texas and UAB advancing to the NIT Final Four, plus Charlotte won the CBI. They didn't cover, though, but I won't hold it against them in this situation. I'm not saying Conference USA is the SEC, but I do believe Florida Atlantic has adopted well to various styles of play. Tennessee is just one and seven all time in the Sweet 16. They'll be feeling a little heat and pressure there. I think that we saw the best version of Tennessee already against Duke. I don't think I need the five and a half, but I'll take the points. Brian White is the athletic director at Florida Atlantic. His brother, Danny White, is the AD at Tennessee. In the sibling rivalry, Brian gets the bragging rights tonight. I'm on the Owls plus the five and a half. I plan to walk around the house tonight going, who, who, just to drive my family crazy. Once again, I'm on the Owls of Florida Atlantic, plus the five and a half over Tennessee. Then on the nightcap, oh boy, here we go. It's the marquee game. It's Gonzaga, plus the one and a half over UCLA. So I'm a guy that normally says do not overreact to injuries, but I can't ignore this one. My good buddy, Toby, declared UCLA the best team that he watched all season. Since then, though, they lost the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. The Pac-12 Freshman of the Year returned in the round of 32, only to re-aggravate a shoulder injury. Then, a starting guard suffered a right ankle sprain late in the game against Northwestern and is also potentially less than 100% for this one. Mick Cronin had a great line this week. He stated regardless of who he has on the floor, they still get to play five-on-five. But those injuries against Drew Timmy and the number one ranked team in offensive efficiency would seem to be a bad combo, in my opinion. UCLA does have a little extra motivation since they've only watched that Jalen Suggs OT winner from the 2021 Final Four with major onions and a little kiss off the glass every third commercial break the last couple years on CBS. 
That might carry him early, but in the end, I like the Zangs to prevail. I'm on Gonzaga, plus the one and a half over UCLA. So let's recap your card for a Thursday. Sweet 16 Thursday. Will it be good to me or not? We'll find out. I'm on Kansas State, plus the one and a half over Michigan State. I'm on UConn, minus the four over Arkansas. I'm on Florida Atlantic, plus the five and a half over Tennessee. And I'm on Gonzaga, plus the one and a half over UCLA. So that's your card for Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.